it's it's so fun what inspires these podcasts uh, topics. Uh, we're going to talk about the law of attraction, and I'm going to share my first first class flight experience. But before I do that, I want to talk about where this comes from. I was making a post on social media this evening and I came across this amazing video. It's one of Steve Harvey's motivational videos. Steve Harvey's the host of the show Family Feud. And when they're shooting that show, in between the commercial breaks, he'll walk over to the audience. They do a live studio audience for that show and he'll have a conversation with them. And oftentimes these conversations turn into like a motivational speech and they record these and they put them out there. It's, it's a lovely thing that they do and it's awesome that he does this. He loves it. And this one in particular talks about the law of attraction and he says, buy the first class seat on the plane once. Understand what it feels like to you know, be, be pampered, be treated well on a flight, to be treated special. Um, you know, sp spend the money. It's know what's available to you. Something that you see, want for yourself, and often never, never get. You never take, right? You walk by the first class seat. And then he expands on this and says, like, ladies, like, go to Louis Vuitton and buy the bag. Don't wait for the sale. It's never going to be a sale. It's Louis Vuitton. These prices are high because they're better products. It's not random, okay? Go spend the money on the better product. He says, once you do these things, the first class flight, the bag, the shoes, whatever it be, once you do this once and you get a feel for it, it'll change your life forever and not in a greedy way. It's the law of attraction. You experience it and if you enjoy the experience, you're going to want it again. And subconsciously, your mind starts going to work to figure out how to get it again. And this is where that law of attraction comes in. And honestly, I hate the term law of attraction because it sounds like you're not responsible for it. It sounds like things are coming your way instead of you going to things. So it's a terrible term. But, but it is true that something happens. One thing that I think about with this in like its most simplistic form is when you get a new car. When you get a new car and you're excited about your car, you start to notice your car all around you in the world. You know what I mean? You, you, you do. You start to notice it. You're, you, I remember when I got my Jeep down in Florida. I, I got, I, man, I love this Jeep. It's so cool. I actually had to buy it uh, around my parents' house and then drive it down to Florida, which was a super fun experience. But once I had my Jeep, and I love my Jeep, I noticed how many Jeeps were all around me. Oh, my gosh. They were freaking everywhere. <laughs> and I loved it. I remember giving the Jeep wave. Jeep people give a wave uh, out the door or over the steering wheel, and Jeep people wave to other Jeep people. You know what I mean? Like no, no, other than like Harleys and motorcycles, like you know, uh, like like other than motorcycles, no other vehicle like waves at other vehicles. So it's kind of like a special thing with Jeeps, which is really just really fun. The concept here, though, is that I got my Jeep, this thing that I aspired to, that I wanted, that I thought I couldn't have. Then I got it and I was excited with it and I was immersed within it. I felt the Jeep. I knew what was going on. I started to see them everywhere. Now, all those other Jeeps in Florida didn't purposefully make sure that they drove past me. I didn't attract Jeeps. These Jeeps were all around me all the time anyways, but now I was focused in on them. It was something that was stimuli surrounding me that now my mind flagged as like important and worthy to be noticed, things like that, right? This is the law of attraction in everyday life. You can take this and you can expand upon it. So my first class flight was, um, I was 23. I flew from Tampa to Vegas. It was my second time going to Vegas. 
I had just been fired from a restaurant job, uh, Frenchies, and then I quickly picked up a new job at a place called Lucky Dill Deli, and then I quit that job three weeks later. I basically was like just at the end of my restaurant career, right? I started jobs when I was 14, working at McDonald's when I was 14, and basically worked restaurants all the way until about 22, 23. And these jobs were my last restaurant jobs. No, no shit talking on restaurant jobs. They serve a fantastic purpose. Man, those hours can be wonderful. It's good cash, quick in your pocket. No knocking it at all, but I did my time and I was ready to move on. And so I bought my ticket for the very next, I, I, it's like I quit my job on a Thursday and I flew to Vegas the next day and I bought my ticket that afternoon. Like the same day that I quit my job, I bought a ticket to Vegas. I just wanted to go out and play some poker and just get away and kind of reset. Didn't go with anybody. So Friday, I go to the airport. I'm at Tampa International. And back in the day, not all flights were like book solid, like first class seats could be available. You know, like I feel like it's a little different these days, especially first class is a little different as well. It, back in the day, like first class meant something more. And when there were seats available for first class, the gate agents oftentimes would like throw out a special first come, first serve, come to the counter, spend the money, upgrade your seat. And if I recall, it was 150 bucks to upgrade to first class from the Tampa to Vegas flight. And I believe my ticket to go to Vegas was like 200 bucks. So it was almost another ticket price to upgrade to first class. I wasn't made of money. I had some money. I was going out there to gamble it. I did not have a job that I was coming back to after the weekend. So 150 bucks, it was a substantial little payment for something I'd never bought before. But instinctually, I just went for it, or impulsively, I just went for it. So I went and I, I bought the ticket. And I remember being so excited. I had the actual paper ticket in my hand. You know, I was like, oh my God, first class, like seat like 3A. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, I have it. Let's do this. And I got on the plane and it was, it was everything I expected and honestly more. And it was a wonderful first class experience. Uh, the lady greeted me warmly as I got on the plane. As I was putting my bag up, she took my coat and actually put my jacket in like with a hanger in the closet. She gave me a warm towel. She served us cocktails. And I remember like, like cocktails are all free in first class. She took our order, then general boarding happened. And then they paused general boarding for a minute so that she could come and distribute the cocktails to us. And it was, I remember that vibe. I was like, they just stopped everybody to give us drinks. Wow. You know? And then you get that eye contact with people coming on board, which is like always a weird thing. You know, like I remember being on never before flying first class and you make the eye contact with people in first class. And there's a, there's an, there's an emotional exchange that happens there. They know that you're going back beyond them and they also know what they got. And you're a little jealous cause they got what you want. And now I'm sitting there and they're walking by me as I have my beer or my cocktail, whatever I had. And I remember thinking that I was like, wow, I'm, this, so this is what it feels like on this side. This, this doesn't suck. <laughs> and um, so we had a lovely flight. I remember I was um, going to sleep and taking a little nap there. And the stewardess offered me a blanket, which is unheard of, in, especially in domestic flights, to be offered a blanket. I was offered a blanket. Then when I was done with my little nap and I was waking up and I was stretching, she came over. Uh, offered me coffee, which I took. And then when the coffee came without me asking, it had warm sugar cookies with it. Like they were in the oven sugar cookies. So I, you know, I, first time ever, I dipped 
my warm sugar cookie cookie into my coffee and ate it. You know what I mean? Like, this is the simple stuff, but I'm doing it in first class. It had, like, all this fanciness to it, you know? It's like, pinkies out, bitches. <laughs> it was a lovely experience. And then, you know, we, we land in Vegas. It's all exciting. Everybody, Vegas is a very exciting place to land, especially when you land at night. That's If you ever go to Vegas, land, like, make sure that you land at, like, 10 o'clock at night. It... The, the whole plane, when you go over the, the last mountaintop and you start to see uh, the Vegas lights, it, it wakes the whole plane up. There's, there's an energy exchange that happens, and it only happens at night. I've flown to Vegas during the day. You don't get the same feel. At night, when the Vegas lights come underneath the plane, it's exciting. Um, we get off the plane. They give us our coats, and I remember thinking that was a lovely, amazing experience. I want to do that again. And since then... Not every ticket, but most tickets I purchase, I tend to look and see if there's first class available, if you're able to purchase it, and how much it costs. And if not, if you have to use points, how do you get those points and how many points does it take? I'm always kind of like doing recon and research to know what's it going to take for me to get first class again. Ever since I've done, ever since I've done that ticket, I've done that. That's hundreds of flights since then. We go back to the laws of attraction thing. There's these things that like you want and when you experience them and you have a positive experience from having them this kind of starts that domino effect of thinking about subconsciously thinking about not stressing it's not a stressful thing you subconsciously are working out ways to get that thing again your mind is focusing in directions that seem like they'll get you closer to the thing that you want and you're not attracting things to you. It's the opposite. You're recognizing opportunities all around you. And this is, this is a thing, okay? And this goes well beyond things. This is like money mindset type stuff. Like if you live scared of wasting money and always having to save, like you're going to notice that. It's like, it's so weird because until you actually experience it, it just sounds like b bullshit stuff that rich people say. It's and because I felt it the other direction. Like you take offense to hearing stuff like this until, I don't know, you let your guard down or you just submit to it for a minute and you, you try the other perspective and you try the other direction and then you realize, holy shit. It's like there is a whole other world around me. I just didn't pay attention to it. Now, the next thing that happens, which is like really truly the, the scarier step of this whole thing, and then we'll cut this off, is that once you get a taste for it, so you, you're bold and you get a taste for the thing that you wanted, especially if you spent your money on it, you took a chance, right? And you get a taste. I, I think it's important that you spend your money on it. It's not just handed to you. You can get the same vibe when it's handed to you, but there's something about you giving a piece of you towards the thing you wanted as a treat, you, you soak it in more. You don't take anything for granted because you paid for it. You want all the experience. And it's important to have that mentality of soaking in all of the experience because this feeling is what you, it's like this is the ingredients for the start of your subconscious to work on shit. It really needs to feel why you want to feel this again, right? You, you got to give it good ingredients and then it'll work shit out. Once you start going down that path though, the next thing that happens is your subconscious starts figuring out ways to get you closer to the thing. 
But all of those things it's figuring out are scary as hell. Because in order to level up, in order to get the next thing that you've never had, you actually have to do different things. You have to get out of your comfort zone. And that's scary. Oftentimes, that's where things will stop right there. Just experiencing it and then law of attracting it is not going to do it. The law of attraction is not magic. It doesn't just bring shit to you. You're forced to get out of your comfort zone to go to it. But your mind will subconsciously show you the path or show you an opportunity or show you a step in the direction of the thing you want. And then the scary thing happens when you have to choose it. Okay. I don't know. You probably already knew all that, but I speak on direct experience and this, this stuff really works there. There's a fear mindset and there's a abundance mindset. And when you switch from fear to abundance, you start to notice all of the opportunities all around you. And then with some courage, starting small and making your way up to more bigger and bigger steps. And I don't have this all figured out. I still have my spots of fear where I see an opportunity, but don't move forward into it. And I'm still working out my stuff. So I know I'm not all the way there, but I do understand that the concept exists and it is there and it is at, it's within reach as long as you have the courage to go after the thing that your mind has explained to you, this, this is the way. And the way that it does is you genuinely know what you could do, but that thing scares you. That is the signal. Okay. That's the signal that your subconscious has figured out a way closer to the thing you want. And you're scared to do it because it's the unknown. When you feel that, when you, can, when you can express fear to do a particular action, there is amazingness on the other side. If you can, if you can get in your brain that that is a trigger for when you're supposed to do something, your life will change. Just, your life will absolutely change. Knowing what you should do and it scares you to do it is the trigger to go do it. All right, 14 minutes in. I love you. I'm going to let you go with that. Hope you have a fantastic evening. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Bye.